Hello, everybody. It's your favorite uncensored couple. I'm your boy Chase. And I'm Nicole. And we are here with our very first episode of Power Hour. So, warning if you haven't watched season one, episode two of Force King of the Goddamn Hill. I suggest you turn this off right now and go watch it because this is a spoiler alert. Unless you like to be alerted of what's coming up, then just continue to listen. But definitely, if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know what's going on before it happens, I would take his advice and go watch it and then come back. So, as promised, you asked for it, we're giving it, we're going to be doing an episode following power, uh, well, starting with force, uh, but you can pretty much get a power hour episode after every episode from now on. I know they used to do it with uh, the first power, they had that little episode after the show, and it just ended with power and i thought it would come back but it didn't it was pretty good you know episode i mean pretty good show to get the thoughts of you know hardcore power fans but it wasn't always there though it kind of came along the last two seasons it wasn't there from the beginning oh they should bring it back but since they not bringing it back we're bringing it back so this is our version of that uh show but this time without the cast us. yeah well hey shit, you never know this might go viral and hey we might get the cast i mean shit, tommy from chicago hey yes, yes, you can fuck is. with us yeah know what i mean but uh yeah so let's start this off like we said if you haven't seen episode two yet i suggest you turn this off and uh go watch it because we're about to dive into it right now so season two What's your first initial thoughts? I mean, this timing. So I'm here for it. Like when they made the announcement that they were going to turn power into this whole power universe, um, you know, you were on the bandwagon to see all of it, everything that they put out, all the content. I was still mad at Tariq. I didn't want to see the ghost stuff because. Like, you kill ghosts. I don't, I don't care what happens to your little ass. That's how I felt about it, but he dragged me in. Forrest was the only thing in this power universe that I was looking forward to. I was mm, kind of looking forward to the prequel. Um, Like I said last week, I love Lorenz Tate. Love him, love him, love him. Anything he's in, I'm here for because he's another... Um, not only is he from Chicago, but like he, we went to the same high school, had the same guidance counselor because she told me every time I went down to her office. Um, but I don't want to see the whole Tate thing. This is the only thing out the power universe that I was actually looking forward to and wanting to see because, like I said, I was mad at Tariq and. I could have cared less about uh, where Kanan came from. Like, I, I, you know, 
this is the only thing I was looking forward to. So I am not disappointed. The initial thoughts of the episode, though. You said the season. That's oh, what did you I? Said. Okay, because I'm sitting here wondering, like, wait, like, where is she I going? I listen. Okay, I listen. Um, the episode, I I feel like you know, last week we were talking about we really didn't really see, um, the purpose of this brother being introduced, but um, now we're gonna we quickly it. get the right. We're quickly getting the answers to why the brother was introduced. Um, dots are being connected. Um, they're they're doing a good job of fleshing things out, and not dragging things on. Um, like a lot of shows tend to, like it take you four episodes to get to the cliffhanger part, and um, we're not doing that here. We're fleshing the story out. We're making connections. We're seeing why the brother was introduced. Um, we're seeing. Kind of like what direction Tommy's trying to go to, being his own boss. Um, he's making moves, making connections, making enemies, of course, because it is Tommy. So I enjoyed episode two. Um, so let me let me ask you this. So let's start off with this. What was one of the things you didn't like about this episode? If you could just point out one thing. Um, I wouldn't say there's anything that I didn't like. Uh, I just, this, so this family, um, I just, like, I get their point. They're supposed to be the top of the hill or whatever, but I really don't care to get to know them. Like, I just, I just, I'm, I'm here for Tommy. So. My family, the Flynn family? Yeah. Like, I get they the top of the food chain and all, but, like, I don't, I don't care that, you know, the son got a little bit of jungle fever and his daddy not going for it. I, I, I can kill that. Yeah, that's not surprising. So, one thing I didn't like about this episode is, I don't know, somehow, and, and apparently it's about to be every episode i mean every uh book and the power universe there's going to be some knuckle-headed child and here we go with the Tariq of chicago the little boy oh yeah then apparently we find out that the little boy is shooting up his father's uh what is that it was restaurant a, i think it was a bar a bar a restaurant something but yeah, the Tommy's brother, his newfound brother, owns a restaurant, which is a front. Where well, he hasn't confirmed yet, but we're guessing is a front. And apparently, this is the third time it done got shot up. So he don't know who's doing it. Tommy's assuming, you know, he got some enemies of this and that. But well, the- I mean, Tommy had a point. Like Tommy said. That whoever is doing this, because like you said, this is it's the third time message. he's trying to send him a message. So, yeah, it's a knuckleheaded son, yet again, having a difference of opinion. Not, e- not even a difference of opinion. Well, he ain't seen his father in 14 years from the conversation him and Tommy had. So he's going based off of what his mother has. To, and we don't know what she has drilled into his head. Here, here we go. 
it, it was all kind of stuff into your life. Uh, I'm just saying. Well, no, but that's we, we just we don't know what went left 14 years ago, but you just went straight for the mama. Because there's no that, other explanation that? as to why okay. he's shooting up his father's establishment. We don't know yet. Like he, even though because you know instantly he told Tommy about how he has an ex husband and he instantly got defensive. Like, uh, so is that gonna be a problem? Maybe. Wait, so did he find out his father is gay? And exactly. Shooting? Exactly. Damn, that's so up. well, right. at that point, it's a hate crime. How you committing hate crimes on your own father, yo? That's what I'm saying. We don't know what his issue is with his father. We don't know what he's been told or who told it to him or where he found it out. But clearly, he has a message to send to his father that his father don't even realize uh, that this message needs to be delivered to him because he has no clue as to who's shooting up this restaurant, bar, whatever, three times he has no clue as to who's doing it like he in his mind like you know my father because he uh runs this place with his father his father is clearly up in age uh which is kind of i don't know i guess he's older than kate because kate's not that old but he mentioned that his father is up in age so you run this place with your father you know your father doesn't have any enemies because he's up at age according to you and um as far as you're concerned you don't have any enemies so he has no clue to his son he, he literally said he don't know who his son is anymore so he he can't even he can't even wrap his mind around this I mean, yeah, because he don't know yet, but... He just thinks that it's some random craziness, but Tommy has to point out, like, my dude, if this is the third time it's happening to you, this is a clear somebody's trying to send a message to you, not to this block, not to this area, but to you personally. This is personal. Yeah, that's fucked up, though. Like, if he... Like, if his son is trying to juicy smile at him, like, that's crazy, yo. Like for real. <laughs> so okay, so what is one of your favorite parts of this episode? Oh, um, and I know because I know it was many. So right, which which one? Ooh, to narrow it down, um, because I'm from here, and like you point, you didn't point out on the show, but you pointed out many times that your issue with Empire was the fact that it was shot here, but the story was based somewhere else, which didn't, like, didn't really bother me, because, I mean, all our lives, everything has been pretty much recorded in Hollywood, but they're always somewhere different, but I love the fact that it's recorded here, and that how because, um, I was just reading an article about someone from California that visited here and she was explaining what she liked about Chicago. And we have a lot of diversity. Like, I don't think any other city anywhere is as diverse as we are. Like, we're diverse, but at the same time, we're segregated, which is weird. But we have like little italy we have chinatown we have um there was uh 
So we've seen the Irish, because that's the type of the food chain with this family. They're Irish. So we've seen, you know, the Italians. We've seen all the diversity that Chicago has. So that was my favorite part that they highlighted that. Well, my favorite part is when Tommy, a.k.a. the Grim Reaper, goes and get Rojas's henchmen, henchmen and women, and apparently kidnaps them, puts them in the trunk, and sets these fools on fire for uh, kidnap. Well, yeah. So it was multiple Kid- people in the trunk. Yeah, you ain't hear him? It was the dude and the chick, the ones that uh, took the mask off and beat them inside. Well, they ain't really beat them, but made them sell their drugs. I heard them, but I could, and I questioned you, but you were so deep into the episode that apparently you didn't hear me. But I knew for sure it was the guy because he came back with his shirt. Um, but I didn't know that he had both of them. But yeah, he had both of them. It's Tommy. So that was my favorite part. Yeah, they, Chicago is. Because apparently this is how the chick, so in episode two, you're going to see a chick comes back from his past in, in New, New York. York. And, you know. Someone that, go, in his words, ghost kind of heart. You let know, go. Left, yeah. Left a loose end. And he thinking, she think Tommy is after her, which is you're going to find out Tommy is after her. Really, he's not. But she kept hearing these right, stories of some that. crazy ass white boy, and we all know who that is. Is in Chicago, new in town, and blue Mustang. with a blue Mustang because you know that's a signature car. So she said, "You ain't gonna get the drop on me. I'm gonna get you first. Not knowing that Tommy ain't even worried about you. Right. He ain't even know you was here. Mm-mm. You turned off his radar <laughs> at all. So." Like he didn't come, he didn't come to bring you the smoke. Uh, but you gonna get it though, since right. So some other key things that happened in this episode. Uh I think like the like the dude Diamond pointed out, he said, I see your head is always on a swivel. Tommy notices everything in every situation. Mm-hmm. He ain't never caught off guard. That's why he is such a badass motherfucker because he just sees everything. And uh, when they walked into the thing to get Diamond's brother, you know, I think Tommy had that that feeling that this ain't right because it was the three dudes up top with machine guns, with ARs, with uh, beams on them. And I think Tommy thinking like, wait, hold on. This ain't, this ain't y'all. Like, y'all some little rinky-dinky motherfuckers. Like, y'all came and kidnapped us. Like, had low-ass pistols and shit. Like, Tommy could have easily, he could have took them out right then and there. But he going... Yeah, because I love the hair, but... Right, like, but he going to go along with the shit. And when he seen the guys up top, he was like, yeah, wait, this something else. So, I think Tommy Peep, he going to find out that, nah, y'all niggas owe some other niggas. Which is why they made them sell the drugs. Because apparently they owe... I don't know who they said. The mafia some shit. They owe somebody. That's why they made them sell the drugs so fast. So I think Tommy gonna find that out. Because he's smart as shit. 
Like he peeped everything. Yeah, I think, well, I think it's going to link back to, you know, the top of food chain. I think that's why in the clips he's meeting with the father again, because, you know, in the first episode after, I mean, the first episode, he told him to leave his town. So um, I don't think that his intention was to ever have to speak to Tommy again. He expected Tommy to obey his command and leave the city and so i think that it all i think it all just goes back to the top of the food chain you know what else but yeah because according to the the preview clips it appears that tommy is doing exactly what he wanted to do be his own boss but he's quickly about to start becoming a boss among bosses because it seems like he in a preview clips he's meeting everyone's top mm-hmm. boss mm-hmm. so that's gonna be nice to see one thing another thing i liked about this episode that they pointed out and it just be the little things i'll be trying to catch how like real life they try to make chicago Cause they kept saying, you know, the city's on fire. It's cops everywhere. So I'm like, what the fuck going on? Like, why is it cops everywhere in this episode? And come to find out, remember he had the little snippet. He said, man, they had 37 shootings in the past weekend. in the past weekend. So it's cops everywhere. And I'm like, you know what? That's some real Chicago shit. So like, they really doing a good job making this like a real life breathing Chicago. Not just, oh, we shooting here, this is scene, and, but it's nothing like Chicago. Like, no. Cops everywhere. We had 37 shootings this weekend. Like, I'm like, yeah, that was a nice touch. Yeah, I did. I, I like that. Um, I paid attention to that. I feel like uh, he's going to... Because Tommy is amazing but he has his faults and one of his faults is that he's very reactive Mm -hmm. um so i think that he's gonna end up joining forces um with the guy that he was with tonight because they're Uh, both yeah yeah because they both like Yeah, Yeah. yeah and like like he said, like his little brother is, he's young. He thinks, you know, everything's supposed to be fast paced. Um, so I feel like there there's stuff for Diamond to learn from Tommy and for Tommy to learn from Diamond. Because, of course, like um, they might call us the second city, but we're not identical to New York. Like there are some differences so i feel like he's gonna need diamond to like balance out his reactiveness because diamond's not reactive at all like tommy is like he just got done serving time so he's very cautious about the moves that he makes but you know what well i kind of seen him and Tommy getting along. I can notice it from when they had they, like you said, their little bro moment in a car. And they was talking about back in the day. But when you think about it, 
Tommy is actually Diamond and his brother all in one person. Tommy has the reaction, the loose cannonness of his little brother, but at the same time, understanding that everything's not fast. Right. Like he know when to pop off, he know when to chill. Does he? He do like I said when when Rojas men had them, you know, when they kidnapped them and he had butted them. Tommy could have easily got out of that situation to beat both their ass. He could have. Come yes, on, it's Tommy. Yes. yes. And plus, they look Tommy like two, two low-level knuckle-headed gunmen. So yeah, because like you said, like you sitting up here talking about you gotta take me out because I've seen y'all face mama see that. You, you took, took the hood, the hood off, off my face. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So I ain't seen nothing. I ain't know nothing. I want a part of nothing until you did that. You did that. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like he could have easily took them out, but he had the brains to say, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna chill. We're gonna let this play out and see what is you know this leads to. And I think that was a way of him finding out, you know, who are some of the potential players, some of the potential buyers. Just like when he was talking to the chick in the shop and she was like, you know, he's like, I'm a free agent. She was like, well, where can I find you? He said, don't worry, I'll find you. Like, I think he did that just so he can get a, yeah, he's a feel of the land. Well, just like Diamond said, like, Tommy is scoping out the city. He's trying to figure some things out. He's trying to figure out a whole parking situation. He's trying to, he's just, he's trying to figure out where he fits in because he's trying to establish himself as his own boss like he doesn't want to work for anybody he doesn't want to be pulled by anybody's strings he wants to do what he wants when he wants but at the same time he needs to know how this city moves and breathes mm-hmm. yeah he definitely he definitely doing his thing we in for a wild ride right but i just feel like just knowing tommy that once he gets the lay of the land, like he's gonna be oh, hell. A, exactly. <laughs> once he get comfortable, all oh, hell gonna break. Exactly. Loose. So I think his sense of control that you see right now is because he's trying to figure out the lay of the land. But once he figures that out, like he's gonna be popping off per usual. And at this point, yeah, at this rate, I think Tommy is averaging like two bodies an episode now. <laughs> so I think. In the first episode, that he killed him, the the two the two dudes that tried to uh, rob him. I don't think he killed. Them. Oh, he didn't kill him. I no, I I know for sure that he shot him, but I think he let them go about their business. I don't okay. think he killed them. Well, he definitely uh looking like he bought the average a body or two per episode. Cause I mean. <laughs> Could it be any other way with Tommy? But I'm just saying, I think once he figures out the lay of the land, that that average is going to go up um, in my TI voice exponentially. Okay. Expeditiously? No, exponentially <laughs> is what I mean. He TI uses that big word too. Look, you just don't know what it means. Look, exponentially. That average is going to go up so this episode uh we wasn't really introduced to any new players except for uh 
the people he the sold to, but we're not sure yeah. we're going to see them yet. We might see that one chick again, the one in the shop. Uh, the only other people we got introduced to, well, we got introduced to Rojas henchmen, but we quickly right they don't exist had a burial service right. for him so right uh, uh other than that, friday we got um, introduced to who is now considered tommy's nephew we got introduced to him and diamond brothers diamond little brothers little hench little niggas nigga juniors <laughs> so <laughs> we got introduced to them that's the only new players you really got introduced to like it'd be still you know early in the season yeah so it's time you know don't get used to anybody with yeah with tommy around yeah don't don't get used to nobody right because i don't know i feel like and i feel like okay so we talked about some of the stuff that happened during the episode so far so let's kind of try to wrap it up what predictions do you have going forward based off of what you've seen so far? Well, um, is the the Irish family the Flints? The Flints, yeah. The Flints. Um, so I feel like like everything tonight is going to lead back to them. So Tommy is going, he already has a problem on his hands with them because he was told to leave town and he hasn't. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we already saw from the preview that the father is like, you know, he's not used to people not following his order. So I think that he's going to be a huge problem that family is going to be a huge problem for Tommy, especially since, you know, Tommy seems to have a thing for the son's girlfriend, I guess. Right, because I I don't really even want to call her girlfriend because she's right. She's trying to uh, return to sender and he ain't going. So I think that, you know, I think that there's going to be many levels of problems with that family and the daughter is a loose cannon for them because they just want her to handle finances, but she wants to start selling new stuff. So I think that Tommy's going to intrigue her. And so even though he's at war with daddy and brother, like it, I feel like that might be his new business partner yeah. or one of his many business partners. Right. And I already told you I feel like him and Diamond are going to they they he's found his new ghost because I feel like they're gonna balance each other out. Um well that's where my prediction leads to since you mentioned Diamond. I feel like the way the whole scene went with Diamond and his little brother in front of his little little niggas, I feel like at some point, Diamond and his little brother is right going to clash. Yeah, they already clash. Which cause... is why his friendship with Tommy comes into play. Mm-hmm. Because if it really gets that deep and gets to that point, he might have to take his little brother out because the niggas are loose right, can. Because from just from some things that they said, I don't think they're like 
blood related. I just feel like he just some little nigga that came up in the game with him and held things down while he was like that. Um, because he just he mentioned something about like always taking care of him or something that just gives me the feeling that maybe they're not blood brothers, but he's the one that held things down while he was locked up and got him to shop. And so, you know, he feels like he's in charge, but at the same time, he knows that he hasn't earned that spot yet, but he's got his little henchman thinking that he's the one that they should be listening to and answering to. So that's already a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that scene was a little awkward. Yeah. It was a little awkward. Yeah. And yeah, he was very awkward, like nodding his head and being upset all at the same time. It was just weird. Um, So I think that that's going to develop into a, a bigger problem. Right. So... Guys, that is it for our very first episode of Power Hour. Uh, if you're listening to this, this is getting released on Monday, February 14th. So happy Valentine's Day to all the couples from your uncensored couple to you guys. Uh, any last words? Oh, we're not coming back. Okay. Um, no. All right, guys. Two seconds. Well, take care and uh, make sure you come back the following day, Tuesday, for our regular episode of Uncensored Life with the Saunders. This has been your boy Chase with my co host Nicole, and welcome to Power Hour. This is a big, rich More like power, 30 minutes, but okay. I just come from the poorest part.